Hey friend, welcome to today's episode of the Smart Productive Mom podcast. We are going to be talking about the five critical things I stopped doing that changed my life. And if you are new here, June 21st was my 32nd birthday. So I just want to really dive into the lessons that I've learned over all of these years and how they have helped me go from being this perfectionist, anxiety ridden, like I was just always trying to do everything the best that I can do. And I always just thought there was like one best way. So that's one thing I've learned is that there's not one best way to do things, that there's multiple ways to get to the same solution. I've really just been working on making myself a better person and really just learning to love myself and stop trying to be this perfect person. So that is what I want to talk to you today about is just how I've made this transition throughout my life to get to where I am at now. And I feel like these tips will really be useful for you because they've really changed my life and the way I think about things and the way I perceive things in the world. And I feel like they will be very beneficial for you to apply to your life too. That is what we are going to be discussing today about how I have transitioned from being my own bully to becoming my own best friend. And that is what my one-on-one coaching program is all about. It's called Permission to be Powerful. And it is going to help you go from being your own bully to becoming your own best friend. Because if you're anything like how I was, I would stay up at night and just go through the day of how I could have done things differently and how I was unhappy with how I did this or I wish I would have done that or maybe I could have did this better. And it was just replay in my head. I was constantly overthinking everything all the time. And inside of permission to be powerful, I want to help you take back your power over your thoughts and over your emotions and just let you see that you can be your own best friend. And what I mean by your own best friend is that you are going to compliment yourself. You are going to accept those compliments that you give yourself and you are going to love yourself unconditionally, but you are also going to Call yourself out whenever you are, you know, being irrational. Whenever you start overthinking, you'll be able to call yourself out like a best friend would do. Like, hey, like, let's reel it back in, okay? But you're also going to lift yourself up. So that's what I mean when I say go from being your own bully to being your own best friend. And that is what you will learn inside of Permission to be Powerful. So if you want to learn more about that and how we can work together, all of the information is at the link below. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast. My name is Lucretia, and I want to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take that overwhelm out of motherhood. So let's dive into all the juicy goodness. So let's start talking about why I wanted to even do this episode because like I said, it's just been a long journey, 32 year journey of me just figuring out who I am, who I want to become. And it all started with me, you know, going into nursing and thinking that's the route that I wanted to take my life was to be a nurse. And I did that. Oh, when did I start? I think in 2014. Yeah, I graduated in 2014 and I So first I started as a CNA in 2009. Then from there, I 
was not happy with being a CNA. So I got my LPN, which is a licensed practical nurse. And then from there, I became a registered nurse. And then I still wasn't happy with each rank that I went up. I just still wasn't happy with where I was and how my life was. And so I finally decided to quit working whenever I was 37 weeks pregnant and I had no idea how I was going to make money but I knew beforehand that I did want to stay home so I had been saving up money while I was pregnant so that we wouldn't be struggling for finances while I was home because I knew that I wanted to stay home with my new baby so I had saved money every single month so we would still be able to live comfortably but I didn't know how I was going to make money while I was at home. And so about when my daughter was six weeks old, I started a blog and I started trying to figure out ways to make money from home. And it was, you know, a long process of me trying to figure out how I wanted to make money because there is a lot of ways. There are a lot of legit ways to make money from home. So that is pretty much what started my journey of where I am today and all of this mindset work and emotional work that I've done because what I didn't know was being a business owner is mostly about who you decide to show up as. It takes a lot of confidence to put yourself out there on the internet and to be criticized and critiqued and so you have to really be able to stand your ground and really have this mindset shift where you know that you can do hard things because being a business owner is not easy. Like whenever you make an Instagram post or you post on TikTok and people say really mean things, it can really defeat you, but you have to just get up and keep pushing along. And so I have learned a lot about myself from running this business that I have. And so that is really what has catapulted me into learning a lot about myself. So let's go into the five things that I have stopped doing that have really changed my life, honestly. So the first thing I stopped doing was I stopped believing my limiting beliefs. And so if you don't know what a limiting belief is, it's basically a story that you tell yourself that's holding you back from achieving whatever it is you want to go after. So a limiting belief would be like, I can't stay consistent when honestly you could stay consistent, right? You consistently feed your kids. So you stay consistent with that, but you tell yourself like, I can't stay consistent because you try to work out and you only did it for three days. Now you think you have a problem with consistency. So that's a limiting belief. So I have been really working on noticing those limiting beliefs and flipping them around. So for instance, instead of saying, I can't stay consistent, I will just say, okay, I'll just do this a few times a week. So if it's like working out, instead of thinking that I'm going to work out like five times a week or whatever and saying, and then giving up because I feel like I can't stay consistent, then I'll just say, you know, I'm going to do this like two or three times a week and we'll just go from there. And then that's my goal. I'm just aiming for two to three times a week. If I hit it, great. If I don't, then I don't tell myself that I have a problem. Like I don't make up some big story about why I didn't stay consistent. I just didn't do it that week and I'll try it again next week. So I just make things not a big deal anymore because they really aren't that big of a deal. But we make it a big deal in our heads and we make it mean so many things about ourselves. So that's the first thing that I stopped doing was I stopped believing those limiting beliefs and I pretty much chose who I want to show up as so I chose my identity and what I mean by that is that I choose to be someone who's confident 
I choose to be someone who shows up and works on my business. I choose to be someone who wants to make an impact, if not on the world, just for the people who are listening to this podcast. Like I want to make an impact in your life and that's who I choose to show up as. And that's the beauty of life. Like we get to choose who we want to show up as. Like you get to decide who you want to be. So do you want to be who you are right now? That is a powerful question that I ask myself, like, is this who you want to be? And I decided that, you know what, I can do things differently. And it's not about trying to be better than anyone else. It's about trying to be better than the person I was yesterday. And so every day I'm improving, even if it's just 1%, I'm just going to try to improve myself a little bit at a time. So that is me choosing my identity and you can do the exact same thing and then the last part of this limiting beliefs is that i decided to stop talking negatively to myself so i noticed that i would like kind of beat myself up a lot of times like put myself down thinking that that would motivate me like talking about how you know parts of my body looked or if i had a pimple then i would feel some type of way and feel like i can't go somewhere but i chose to just stop telling these negative stories to myself and start like i said being my own best friend i started lifting myself up instead of beating myself down And that's been very powerful because now it's really boosted my confidence within myself and I don't require other people to validate me. So I don't need my husband to tell me that I look beautiful because I already know that I look beautiful. I tell myself that I look beautiful. So I'm not relying on anyone else to do anything for me or to say anything so I can feel validated like I'm able to validate myself. And that is also very powerful. So let's go into the second thing that I stopped doing. And that is I stopped avoiding emotions. And a lot of the times I noticed that I would, whenever I would feel sad, then I would try to find some way to make myself feel happy again. So instead of just experiencing that emotion and just letting myself be okay with being sad, I felt like I had to like snap out of it and like, you know, you have to be happy. Like I felt like I just needed to be happy all of the time. Like I wouldn't let myself experience these emotions as if they were a bad thing. But what I've known now is that emotions are not a bad thing. And the more you prolong them and try to, I guess, push them away or try to not experience them or avoid them. Yeah, the more you try to avoid the emotion It just prolongs the event and it just makes you feel even more sad or even more angry because now I'm like, I won't allow myself to go ahead and feel that anger and, you know, get it out of my system. So now I'm just going angry all throughout the day because I'm avoiding being angry and I'm not taking any time for myself to just experience that emotion. So instead of avoiding my emotions, I have learned to just experience them, feel them throughout my body. And that it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry and upset and whatever. It's okay to be discouraged when things don't go exactly how I plan. Like all of these emotions are okay. And so I'm really learning to accept these emotions. And so that's one of the big things that I focus on inside of Permission to be Powerful is really just accepting these emotions and knowing that they aren't bad. And it's really helpful with my kids as well because when my three-year-old is upset about something, instead of, you know, me telling her like, okay, stop crying, stop doing this, 
you know, like it's okay to cry. It's okay for her to feel sad because she wanted the blue bowl and it's dirty. So now she has to use the green bowl. Like it's okay, even though I think it's silly, but that's a big deal to her right now in this moment. So it's okay to let her experience those emotions. So me working on myself has also trickle down into affecting my children and my husband as well because we're all trying to be really aware of our emotions now and it's been very beneficial for all of us okay and so let's move on to the third thing that I stopped doing and that is I stopped spending hours on social media so if you know from episode five about how addicting social media is and inside in that episode I tell you the strategies that you can use to limit your time on social media because there are plenty of days when I would wake up and I would be happy and going about my day and then I'd start scrolling social media and I would just instantly feel drained and I would feel irritated because everyone's talking about all this political stuff and then people are arguing and it would just drain my energy and I was giving pouring out too much energy into social media when I could have been pouring that energy into myself pouring that energy into my kids to my husband into my business like that energy could have went so many other places but I was giving it all away to social media and I was pretty much on social media because I was trying to escape the present moment so instead of me doing something fulfilling or something fun I was just sitting on this couch, scrolling through social media and kind of escaping reality. So instead of feeling like I needed to escape reality, I have just been finding more ways to add fun into my life. So I've got some books that I've been reading and I used to love reading, but since I've had kids, I always felt like I didn't have time to read, but I was spending six hours a day on social media. <laughs> so I had plenty of time to read. It was just all going, all of my time and energy was going to the wrong things. If you're struggling with social media and you really want to take back your energy from scrolling all the time and getting sucked into everyone else's drama and political debates and things that don't even need or deserve your time and energy then definitely start with setting the app limit and I go over all of that in episode five so start with setting you a simple app limit just try to cut your time in half and that'll just be a good start and then you'll be surprised at how much more you're able to do throughout the day or not even about doing more throughout the day it's just like you'll be able to do other things that you normally thought you wouldn't you didn't have time to do so it's not like doing more like oh no if I'm not on social media I need to clean all the time I don't do that it's like now that I'm not on social media I'm going to read a book or I'm going to do a puzzle with my daughter or just anything like that it doesn't have to be you filling all of your days with something to do all of the time it's just taking back your time from social media and being sucked into it all day because we know how easily you like look at your phone to check the time and then somehow you've been on TikTok for an hour. <laughs> like it's so easy to get sucked into it. And so that is really been life-changing was just setting that app limit and sticking to it because you can easily say like skip the app limit for the day like it gives you an option to not do the app limit but I'm really intentional about not clicking that option and sticking to the app limit that I have set for the day and at first when I did start with the app limits I would hit the limit like by noon <laughs> if even that long like I was spending so much time on social media and now it's very very rare that I hit that app limit like most of the time 
for the entire day with all of my social media, like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and I think that's pretty much all that I would use. But between those three apps, like I may be on social media like 45 minutes for the entire day. So I very rarely hit my hour a day app limit now, but that's because, you know, I've gotten used to it. So in the beginning, if you're hitting that app limit every single day, and then if, and even if sometimes, you know, you choose to go ahead and skip the limit and just scroll through, like, that's fine. Just start where you are. Like I said, don't beat yourself up. Don't be so mean to yourself. You're not going to do everything perfectly and that's okay. Don't make up stories about how bad you are as a person or how terrible of a mom you are, whatever stories you want to tell yourself. They're all stories. You get to decide what stories to tell yourself. So instead of telling yourself negative stories, tell yourself positive stories and lift yourself up. Like don't kick yourself while you're down. So that is number three. I stopped spending hours on social media. Number four is I stopped comparing myself. So what I would do was I would look at YouTube videos and I love looking at cleaning YouTube videos and cleaning and organizing stuff. So I would look at those videos and I would compare my home to theirs or I would say, oh, how does she look so nice when she's doing all of this? And I'm over here in like sweatpants and this t-shirt would spit up on it and I feel like I look like crap all the time. But what I do now, I just stop comparing myself. First of all, when they're doing those videos, they're literally getting paid to do those videos. So they're getting paid to clean their home. They're getting paid to organize their home. <laughs> so we're over here doing it for free. Okay, so that's one difference there. But <laughs> don't compare yourself to their highlight reel, right? They're just showing you the best parts of their day. So don't compare yourself to anyone. Just compare yourself to the person you were yesterday and try to be better than that person or try to equal that person, right? Don't compare yourself to anyone else. It's completely irrelevant. So now whenever I look at those videos, I look at, you know, if she can do it, so can I. If she can organize her house like that, so can I. Like, I know that I, I won't get it done in a day or a month. Like, it's an ongoing process. But if she can do it, so can I. And then I like to follow moms on Instagram or whatever social media that, have what I would like my life to look like. So instead of comparing myself and feeling bad about, you know, oh, they have making this much in their business and I'm only making this much, I like to look at them as, wow, like that's something to aspire. That's a goal for me. So like, look, if she can do this and she has two under two, then I know that I can do that too, that I can accomplish that goal. Or if she can keep her house this organized and she has five kids, like, okay, it's possible for me. So it's kind of looking at it like inspiration instead of competition. So that is how I look at it now. It's, it's very inspiring for me to look at these other moms. Like I don't put them up on this pedestal where it's like something that I can never accomplish. I really look at it as motivation to just keep doing what I'm doing and trying to be better than the person I was yesterday. And that's really my goal is just making a 1% in improvement from the person I was the day before. And then the last thing I stopped doing, so number five, I stopped complaining. What I realized is that complaining is <laughs> it's pointless. It's really just pointless. Whenever I was complaining about something, I was complaining and I wasn't doing anything to solve the problem. I was just complaining about the problem. And then the next day I'd complain again 
And the next day I'd complain again. <laughs> like I just kept complaining about the same things over and over and over again. And I wasn't doing anything to solve it. And it was really making me feel like a victim. Like, why are you just complaining about the same problem over and over again and not doing anything about it? It was like I was giving all of my power away to this problem instead of just fixing it. So I'll give you a little story about me complaining. So I used to always complain about how much I hated doing the dishes. That is something that really just stole a lot of joy from my life. Doing the dishes and keeping the house clean had, took so much power away from me. It took so much of my energy and it was so difficult for me because I, I'm a person that really hyper focuses on things. So whenever I'm doing the dishes, I really zone out and I'm like 100% focused on doing the dishes and hyper focusing is really hard when you have kids <laughs> because you're constantly being distracted. And so doing the dishes, instead of it taking me like 15 or 20 minutes to put the dishes in the dishwasher, if even that long, it would take me like all day. So I would get started and then the baby would cry or I would get started and then my three-year-old would need something or I would start again and then my husband needs me to do something. Like it was constantly all day me trying to get this one task done. And then I knew that even after I got the dishes done, then I would have to do something else. I need to go clean the bathrooms and I need to vacuum the floor. And there was always more. There's laundry, like there's always more for me to do. And it just felt like this constant never ending cycle of things for me to do. And I knew that it was going to take me so much longer to get done. And so I told my husband, I was like, look, I'm struggling to keep up here. Either you're going to have to help me out some more or we're going to have to hire some help because this is really draining all of my energy. It's making me grumpy all the time. I'm so irritable and I'm just not the person that I want to be. And it's because I feel like I'm drowning, like I need help. So what do you want to do? Do you want to help me more? Or do we want to hire someone to help me out? And my husband, he's so cheap. <laughs> like he, he is so cheap. He will use a paper towel and he'll sit it on the counter to dry so he can use it again. So that, that is how cheap he is. So of course he was like, I'll help you. We're not paying for anyone to come in here and help. And so, you know what? Ever since then, he has been helping. Like he does the dishes. He has alarms set in his phone to do the dishes. He has a, an alarm set to do the laundry. He sets alarms in his phone where so he can help me because he doesn't want us to hire someone to do these things. And <laughs> now that he's actually been helping, he does want to hire someone. <laughs> to help with the cleaning because it's never ending it does not end and now he's realizing that since he's helping more so I gave him the option you know I'm like either you can help me or someone else can help me but I need help and so that really worked for us and so if you're struggling like don't just keep complaining about the same thing and not doing anything to solve the problem. I have stopped complaining about things. I'm like, I'm either going to fix it or I'm not going to say anything about it and I'm going to just do it. So I'm putting the decision with myself. I'm either going to fix this problem that I could complain about or I'm just not going to even make it a big problem. So I get to decide which one, which option I want to choose. But either way, there's no point in complaining. No one cares. And I'm clearly not even I care or I would do something about it. So there's no point in complaining. So that is the fifth thing that I stopped doing. Okay, so those are the 
biggest life lessons that I've learned in my 32 years on this beautiful earth. So I will go through those for you one more time. So the first thing I stopped doing was I stopped believing my limiting beliefs. The second thing I did was I stopped avoiding my emotions and I made it okay to feel them and to process them. The third thing I stopped doing was spending hours on social media. The fourth thing I stopped doing was comparing myself to other moms or just comparing myself to anyone. And the fifth thing I stopped doing was I stopped complaining. So if you take anything away from this episode, then go ahead and set you an app limit on your phone if you haven't already, because I know there I get emails all the time from moms who have set app limits on their phone and they've like cut their social media time in half, if not by more. So start with setting an app limit, head over to episode number five for a full breakdown of ways to limit your time on social media. And you'll learn in that episode that social media is designed to be addictive. They're, they design it to keep us sucked into the app and like the way that they set up notifications to pop up like, hey, there's a picture of you. Like, of course, we're going to want to look at the picture, right? Like they know that. So it's all designed for us to be sucked into it and to be into that world instead of out into the real world. So definitely listen to episode number five and see how you can limit your time on social media. And if you are interested in working one-on-one with me to really start becoming your own best friend and start getting out of your own way and really loving yourself like you deserve to be loved, then check out Permission to Be Powerful. That is my one-on-one program where we will work together and we'll just really start getting you to where you want to be in life. I will catch you next week and I'm so happy that you have tuned into this episode. All right, talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, please leave a written review so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with the super moms in this community, come hang out with us in the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to connect with you. See you there.